Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, February 4th, 2021. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. How is your week? It's your birthday week. <laughs> it's my birthday week. Yeah, my birthday was Monday. So mm-hmm. uh, that obviously means I get the whole week. So I should be off is what's <laughs> technically should be the case. Well, because your birthday is the first, doesn't that mean technically like you should have the I should month? have the whole month. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot to talk to James about that. I really should have done due, so. Yeah, if rent's due on the first and that covers, covers the, month, the whole month, your birthday covers That's the what month. I'm saying. Yes, exactly. I think that's only just and fair. Yeah, it's it's going to be legal in Biden's America. So yeah, thank you obvious, for that. Thank you for obviously. your service. Obviously, thank you. <laughs> uh, so actually, right before we popped on, I was watching Trevor Noah on The Daily Show. I was catching up. Ooh, and mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. did you see that he was he interviewed Jeremy, Jeremy O'Harris on I, Monday? I, I saw it happen, but I didn't see the episode because what I saw was something that Jeremy posted was that yeah. was getting calls like through yeah. the episode and expected them to cut it out. Uh, no, they aired they it. They just didn't do it. <laughs> so it like fully being, aired it. It'd be like his frozen screen on the right as he was answering calls. Yeah, and they're basically, they go, um, this has never happened. <laughs> and he was like, I'm just so popular. And I was like, you didn't put it on airplane. No. <laughs> uh, but it's really nice because he talks about slave play and all the nominations, Good. which I was like, LOL, are we even doing that? Um, but the, he was also talking about uh, being our hero. Which uh, I thought yes. was really, really nice to utilize the platform. And I highly recommend all of you um, go on YouTube and, and look for that episode. Yeah, it was February 1st, so you can easily find it. It was that Monday. That was my birthday and, uh, gift. <gasps> that was your birthday gift. Yeah. He was talking about slave play. Exactly. We're all notably Jeremy O'Harris fans here. This is basically the Jeremy O'Harris podcast. Yeah, so. here, here at the pod, we're big fans. Exactly. Of exactly. So that was clearly a setup for me. Fair. That's a, yeah, well. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks. So before we get into our only and main topic, let's take a second. Uh, we're gonna dive into all of the stuff that you guys are eager to hear about, which is the Golden Globes. Uh, but we need to talk about our sponsor, ExpressVPN. So you can use ExpressVPN to unlock like movies and shows that are only available in other countries. I had to have this explained to me last year, and once I knew about it, I was like, oh, I will be doing that for all the things because I've used ExpressVPN <laughs> to get like my Ghibli movies because not. Not all of my favorites are available here. And as uh, much as I love yes. HBO Max, they don't have everything that I'm looking for. So I like to utilize it. Um, basically, it allows you to like change your online location so you can access sites and streaming that would not be available in the U.S. normally. So I can utilize Italian Netflix because there are titles on there that I want to watch because the U.S. Oh, is far behind. So you can open the app, you change locations, um, you connect and refresh, and then boom, you're watching Doctor Who on UK Netflix. That's not me, but I know that Matt likes that. So that's why I mention <laughs> it, because Matt likes it, and I am not a fan. But I know that that's something you can do. So it Does practically Matt works. like it? I don't know. Is Matt a Doctor I mean, Who fan? He, he mentioned it last time, and I was like, okay, maybe this is your thing. I'm not going to oh, object, thanks. because I famously don't like British things. Um, so <laughs> Everything. I, I think that's like... Everything. I know. 
Yeah, it's it's a problem for me emotionally. So yeah, you fair. can use it on almost any streaming service, which is like Hulu, BBC, YouTube, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you can choose from almost like 100 countries. So there's never any buffering or lag like with other VPNs, which drives us crazy in quarantine mm-hmm. because we're all stuck at home and we really just cannot with the glitching. So <laughs> you can use all of your normal streaming devices too, like your phone, your smart TV, your laptop. It's not limited to like one of your devices. So it's not like you can use it, but only if you're in the corner of your bedroom with your tablet from you know like 2013 so not only does it let it change your location don't call me out like that (gasps) oh my god i'm so sorry imagine you're with your kindle in the corner like well exactly exactly first gen (laughs) i'm so sorry You can go to expressvpn.com slash broadway radio to get an extra three months of expressvpn for free so do that so ashley you and i we texted about this earlier yes we did we're just gonna be talking about the golden globe nominations that were released this morning absolutely it's the story that's dominated the news cycle today anyway and for all the wrong reasons yeah so we're gonna break down all of the categories that you care about you listeners Mm -hmm. care about broadway radio so we're not gonna bore you with all the animation short stuff like we're here to talk about our sister wife the theater um i will also note that jane fonda my personal hero will be receiving the cecil b demille award which i know i figured you would be excited i didn't ask you about this i adore her yes yeah Jane started on Broadway in 1960 in There Was a Little Girl and was last seen on Broadway stages in 2009 in 33 Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's um, an icon. We could have a whole separate podcast actually devoted to Jane Fonda, but oh, we're not going to do that today. that'd be great. We'll start that personally, actually. Just <laughs> okay. the Jane Fonda podcast. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We're going to leave Broadway radio. Yep. We're pivoting. (laughs) Pivoting to Jane Fonda. We found our niche market. Um, (laughs) So you're welcome to follow along and look up the Golden Globe nominations with us. But we're going to start at the top of the list for best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. So... Ashley, you and I got to talk about Ma Rainey's Black Bottom like a month ago, I would say, when it was released. Yeah. And we, I think, unanimously with Matt said that there was no question that Chadwick Boseman was going to get a nomination for this category. Yes, right. Rightfully so. Yeah. And, um, of course, he was nominated for this posthumously, which kind of breaks our hearts. You know, we were already heartbroken. Right. It's very bittersweet. But what's interesting is that, like, uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is not incredibly mentioned in the entirety of the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised by that? Oh, absolutely. I, well, okay. <laughs> let's, <laughs> l- let's take the word surprised and use it very lightly. I'm <laughs> kind of unsurprised at anything the uh, Hollywood Foreign Press Association does at this point because the Golden Globes are fairly notorious in picking all the not all the wrong talent but certainly snubbing a lot of the best performances or best pictures or best shows of the year i'm sure we will get into that in depth <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah. Yes, but so I'm I'm surprised in the sense that uh as we talked about it's such a strong ensemble piece. So mm-hmm. once you start 
picking out certain performances. Obviously, you know, Chadwick and Viola were sensational. So was everybody else in the cast. So that is a matter of really looking at the movie as a whole. Yeah, I I agree. It was kind of interesting because it it felt like, and I think we said that before with One Night in Miami, which was like, this as an ensemble cast should be nominated. You can't really do that. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, which is, um, you know, like I mentioned with uh, Parasite, uh, they they got all the awards for as as a unit because of the work of the incredible ensemble right. that was that right. film. So yeah, hopefully we'll do that. Um, I just also want to point out that Riz Ahmed was uh, nominated for Sound of Metal, and I got an opportunity in this category with Chadwick mm. Boseman, who we hope gets this award. By the yes, way, yes. like we don't need Gary Oldman from Hank <laughs> to get this freaking award. Like, yeah. no offense, Gary, but I like... I mean, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll throw some offense to Gary. I haven't... Look, this is of, of the candidates, because it's Riz Ahmed in Sound of Metal, it's Chadwick Boseman, um, Anthony Hopkins in The Father, Gary Oldman in Mank, in Taha Rahim, and in The Martanian? Is that how you pronounce that? Sounds right. Um, of those... I've only so far seen Ma Rainey. So, uh, <laughs> I yeah. have, I have little to say as far as those specific performances and those specific movies. Love many of those people, but you were saying about mm-hmm. Riz Ahmed. Oh, I just felt like I, I got an opportunity a couple of days ago to watch that film. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that it would be nominated in this year, this slate of 2020, 2021. Yeah. Um, and his performance is pretty, pretty spectacular like Mm, i I really mm. loved it um and he's much i mean the whole film is him so it's interesting because um chadwick is is so it's so he's so much of ma rainey but he's also very much a supporting because everyone's exactly again yeah exactly again it's it's an ensemble piece so that's gonna be a very difficult thing especially when you start talking about posthumous performances and giving them their due um you know, if uh, I, I genuinely think that he'll get it regardless, because I think it was such a strong performance, especially as we talked about in those monologues that he did, which were just so, you know, spine tingling. Um, I, this, this would probably be a different conversation another year in terms of like, <sighs> maybe Anthony Hopkins would get it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. We're guys, we're in 2021. What are we doing? How are we still saying Anthony Hopkins? I mean, no I, offense to him. I'm like, say, I icon adore, of time. adore Anthony Hopkins, but I do think, and, you know, a, a problem with Golden Globes in general, I do think we should be talking right. about uh, younger talent, more diverse talent, more everything than yeah, what we've right. seen for the yeah. past, you know, s- s- five, six decades. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. So mm. let's get into best motion picture, musical or comedy, which always makes I have to say like this always Zero. makes me laugh because I'm like <laughs> Zero musical. Sense. Yeah, like musical or comedy. Basically, we're saying that these things do not matter <laughs> because we lump them together. And it's also, you know, here's this thing that we really don't have a category for. Like it used to be the problem, especially in television, like when Orange is the New Black was nominated all the time and they would throw it right. in musical comedy television section. It's like, which one of it do you consider? <laughs> which, by the way, guys, is an assault. It's, it's an affront to women. 
to put that in a comedy section. Mm-hmm. How dare you? Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, without further ado, here are the nominations for Best Motion Picture, <laughs> Musical, or Comedy. That was good. Wow, they need Thank to hire you. So you. Uh, please hire me. My Venmo is at <laughs> um, Anyway, so I never thought, let's just say this. I never thought I would read a list that started with Borat subsequent movie film, <laughs> Hamilton, Nevis, music, Palm Springs, and The Prom. Yeah. Yep. 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 Pretty, pretty, pretty all encompassing there. Nothing says 2020 like Borat subsequent movie film, mm-hmm. Hamilton, and The Prom. Borat so, to Hamilton is really, you know, on a scale of Borat to Hamilton. By the way, did you see the Borat film? I haven't yet. I haven't yet. I will absolutely see it. But when I need it, you to see it. Okay. I'll see it. I promise you. I promise you specifically I will see it. Yeah. Like, it's uh, it's real good. Um, It's honest. Like, it, it surprised me how good it was. See, <laughs> so I, I, I enjoy the fact that it's even on this I, list. I, like every other millennial, uh, loved the first one. So I'm very happy yeah. to see it. It just, like, so many other things have not gotten to yet. Did you watch it on the bus when you were on your way to Intercourse, oh. Pennsylvania with your school trip? <laughs> um, because weird, I did. Weirdly, I did not. No. Oh, okay. Well... I did. So mm, there's mm. that. That's a flex for you. Um, so <laughs> Hamilton and the prom are on here. Now, what I don't know why I didn't think about this, but Hamilton is a, is a musical that we're familiar with. Correct. Um, and I didn't think about the fact that this is a film. I was truly thinking about the fact that this is like a pro shot and that that's just yeah. a pro shot. Like I did not think about the fact that, oh, it's considered in these categories. Right. I, I truly did not even freaking occur to me. I don't know about you. Were you expecting to see that? I was expecting to see it. Um, when it was, when it came out back in July, there was a lot of conversation around, you know, what that was going to look like when award season came about. I think it's been, I can't remember if it's been deemed ineligible for the Oscars or they just didn't submit it or what. Um, yeah. Something like that, but, but I at least figured you know Golden Globes was probably going to be the opportunity that opportunity that we would see it get awards in terms of a film because it's kind of like where else are you going to put it other than like some kind of special if that category exists, but it's not for television, so you can't really yeah. release it in, one, in terms of one of those television special categories. It's right. really interesting and. And yeah, I, I've thought about it in terms of, um, you know, I always keep track of all the shows when there's actually theater, but I mean now yeah. digital theater, but also um, <laughs> movies that I watch in a year. And when I, when it was released and I saw it, I was like, where do I put this? Do I put this under film? Do I put this under theater? I'm going to put it under both because nobody really knows. It's essentially the, I mean, it is the musical that we're seeing as a pro tape, but we're all going to yeah. take it as a movie. Like, I just wonder if, like, if 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 Diana is shot as well as the Hamilton pro shot, mm, will it be nominated? A, that's a bold if. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I, I don't know what it. What about it is like is is the reason that we're you're not nominating it? It opens because if up we're nominating a, right because it's Hamilton, right? Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like what what precedent does that set for the future? It definitely opens up a lot of doors if 
people are going to be consistent about that, which is really interesting in the conversation of like, um, as Matt and I talked about on yesterday's show, like come from away mm-hmm. being taped, like, yeah. and producers kind of realizing, oh, this is not going to like bankrupt us forever and kill theater mm-hmm. if we're actually releasing pro tapes. Well, even if it was, I mean, does that kind of open up the door for, you know, these things to be eligible for Oscars rather than just Tony's if that's ever, if Tony's are ever yeah. a thing again? It's really right. an interesting conversation in terms of like, what's the precedent we're setting with Hamilton. Yeah, and um, I'm sorry, guys, but are we sleeping on my boy Shrek the musical? Because <laughs> let me tell you, that pro shot yes, yes, I is am. canon. Yes, I am. I am absolutely sleeping on it. I'm asleep. I'm asleep. I guarantee you, that one was not nominated for a Golden mm-hmm. Globe. Yeah. And um, I don't appreciate appreciate the appreciate, yeah. I appreciate it. Jesus. Um, <laughs> it's been a long day. It's I been think a long that day. we're I think we're avoiding the um, the inevitable, which is the the prom was nominated mm. for this category. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, look, go. <laughs> my my prom feelings are well known, so I'm not going to. Both, yeah, we already both did this. I was going to say, if you, if you don't know our prom feel- feelings, hey, there's a whole episode about it, so you can go listen way, to that. We love the prom. Let's be very yes. clear. We yes. love the prom yes. musical. Yes, very, um, very much so. The idea that it's in this category is sus, and I, I actually don't. I, don't I have a problem. I have a problem with many nominations this year. I think, (sighs) I think the prom is not unexpected. It's a Ryan Murphy production. It's an incredibly large cast. It was promoted to death, especially digitally. Like we talked Mm -hmm. about all those Mm -hmm. advertisements that we saw on, you know, YouTube, et cetera. Uh, so this is it's they not put the money in for it to get nominated. Guys. Right, exactly. Therefore your consideration campaign has been huge. And Netflix has taken I think I'm pretty sure the majority of nominations for this year's Golden Globes. I think most of the things that were nominated were for Net- for Netflix. Not 100% sure about that, but I thought I saw that in an article right before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Not so this is an unexpected. I think uh, when you look at some of the things that were left out, the most egregious to me being, uh, the 40 year old version. I don't know if you saw it. It was absolutely incredible. Uh, I, no. ha- I have to question why things like music and the prom are here. Yeah. I also saw Palm Springs and I, I had to try to watch it twice because I was Kind of Ooh, try, um, so, try to. You know, when like I think that because we're ingesting so much media, I'm so I'm I'm normally because I'm because I'm a battered widow. Um, I, yeah. I will stick through anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's truly like I, I will just go. You know what? People like it though, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep trying on this. And I'm just so right uh, because because we're in what we're in. I'm like eh, nah. 
Like, <laughs> time is precious. No, <laughs> I absolutely get that. And part of that to me is like, so with some of these nominations, with a lot of these nominations, and then also with a lack of some of these nominations, it's really fascinating to me. Because it's kind of like, what Hollywood Foreign Press Association, like, what wool are you trying to pull over whose eyes? Because we've been indoors yeah. for a year straight, watching literally everything yeah. that's been we made. We know We know what's good and bad at this point. Yeah, because like, you and I are going to really get it. You know, you know what's coming at the end of, oh, of, of course. Why, why, why we're having a problem. So but, we're going to... But that's yeah. the thing. Like, people spent weeks watching Tiger King. Like, do you really oh, think that people didn't see some of these major movies and performances and television series that you're not looking at and you're looking at things like Emily in Paris or Emily in Paris, however you want to pronounce it. Oh, that, that revelation shocked Twitter. Uh, so we're going to go on to best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical or comedy. Again, LOL. Um, but we've got James Corden from The Prom and Lin-Manuel Miranda from Hamilton. Um, and that's it. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Dev Patel uh, from the personal history of David Copperfield, yeah. Andy Samberg, Palm Springs, and Sasha Baron Cohen from Borat's subsequent movie film. Right. Um, so Lynn will the, get it. Lynn, will he though? Because again, like this is, it's, it's so strange to me that I, I wouldn't be surprised if Sasha got it, um, but he shouldn't get it because by the way, the whole film right. is uh, the girl. Like it, it, she is, uh, Maria Bakalova is absolutely amazing. And, and, and he's even said, he's gone on like, he's like, I don't know why people are talking about me in the film. It is all her. And like, I just am a vessel for this. Mm -hmm. Um, so I appreciate that he's like acknowledged that, um, concept because it's true, but James Corden from the prom and, and we're going to talk about it later, but not Meryl for best performance by an actress. Right, right, right. So the prom's two nominations, guys, are best movie for musical or comedy and James Corden. The two things you would not expect from the prom to get nominated. (laughs) Right? The things that really shouldn't have. I mean, we, again, we did a whole episode about it, so go listen to that. But we pretty much unanimously said how good Meryl was of anything. Uh... It's bizarre. It's always bizarre when Meryl's in something and doesn't get a nomination. Like, that's already absurd just because of how many yeah. nominations and everything she does have. Um, yeah, I, my, my James Corden feelings are known, uh, and my James Corden feelings in the prom are known. And to see that performance singled out is just, it's a choice. It's definitely What's- a choice. Yeah, and what's interesting about Hamilton is that, again, Hamilton is nominated as a unit, like as a film for yeah. musical or comedy, and then Lynn is nominated from Hamilton, but not Leslie. Right. And you would think that we're going to talk about this next, so here's the next category, best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. So that's that's all-encompassing drama, mm-hmm. musical, right. comedy, whatever, um, shenanigans, pornography, whatever. Um, <laughs> and... First of all, Jared Leto and the little things. This is not for this pod, but my oh my. Um, abusers getting work still is shocking. Mm, um, is but it also shock- not shocking. Is it shocking? No, it's yeah. not shocking. Yeah. It's not. 
Um, But Leslie Odom Jr. got nominated for One Night in Miami, which we are absolutely thrilled about. Yeah. Um, But him not being nominated for Hamilton if Lynn is interesting because I, again, his performance in that is just spellbinding. Of course. Of course it is. (laughs) And, you know, that's the thing of like, which is why I'm, you know, fairly certain uh, Lin-Manuel will get the win for that category is I mm-hmm. think, especially if you're looking at Hamilton, not as theater and as film in this case, that you have to pull out the very specific things that, you know, who is the face of Hamilton? It's obviously Lynn. So that's, and I mean, he's the titular character. Who else are you going to nominate? He is the titular ham. He is the titular ham. So yeah. I, you know, if we're looking at, you know, already the Hollywood Foreign <laughs> Press Association's egregious mistakes that they <laughs> made through many of these nominations, Leslie Odom Jr. not being nominated, of course, is one. Very thrilled to see him nominated for One Night in Miami, which again, we talked about unanimous, unanimously <laughs> loved. Um, a shame that he's not getting nominated for Hamilton here. But yeah, and I have <laughs> just, to say, like, all of the men in One Night in Miami, in yeah. my mind, yep. deserve that nominated nomination for a supporting role. Right. So I, I, I absolutely. If they had left him off of this list for One Night Miami, I mean, pitchforks would come out. Like I would be in the street. Like I will for the last thing that we're going to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. But I am, I am very glad. Like you said uh, about his nomination. So best director, thank God, motion picture. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Regina King is nominated for One Night Miami. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, we talked about how this is her directorial debut and uh on the on the pod where we talk about One Night Miami, which again, if you haven't watched it and you haven't listened to our conversation on it, I highly recommend it. It's mm-hmm. it's amazing. Um it it will be one that I hope they show in schools, in theater schools. Um, I would like to watch it once a year. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it was just beautifully done, and just again, a a woman director. Like there aren't many ever minor nominated. Mir- minor so, miracles. Oh yeah, yeah. Have to we have to take it. And then of course, best original song. There were you know four or five nominations, but we don't care about them because all we care about is Leslie Odom Jr. or Speak Now, <laughs> which he wrote. I didn't yeah. realize he wrote that. Yeah, him and Sam Ashworth. Yeah. So, just saying. And I think it's the one that's rolling during the credits, if I remember correctly. Yes, yes. Yeah, which is amazing because he's just done a Sam Cooke number for the very end, oh, which we're not going to spoil. Um, but so, like, him back to back and just, like, knowing how he uses his voice for change as well, it's it's just stunning. And mm-hmm. uh, Okay. So guys, <laughs> we're we're down. We're, that those are all the uh, the nominations that we want to get through as far as their connections to theater. And I mean, and, and to be fair, there are a ton of the. the this is uh, you know, theater people cross over into film and course. television, so there are a ton. I mean, we have you know, Laura Linney and Ozark and Sarah Paulson, yeah. um, Olivia Coleman and The Crown. Uh, so there, there are you know, uh, Catherine O'Hara. And right. Shit's Creek, who should win everything ever, forever, forever, <laughs> forever and ever and ever. Um, so, you know, major crossovers there, as always. As always. And um, here's the biggest crossover that I, we're not sure if you've seen, but we're just going to give you a rundown. 
Um, here is the biggest miss that um, is not our opinion. It is a fact. So <laughs> we're just going to say that. This is not a Q conspiracy theory. This is an actual fact. Right. Um, I May Destroy You as a television series brought to you <laughs> by Michaela Cole um, was absolutely... Um, it yeah, was left off of all exactly. of these lists. Yeah. So if you don't know anything about her, here's just a quick brief rundown. Um, in 2012, Michaela Cole's play Chewing Gum Dreams was her senior graduation project at Guildhall. And the play featured Michaela um, in a one-woman show telling the dramatic story of a 14-year-old girl named Tracy. It got turned into a show called Chewing Gum, which you can stream right now. Then amazing. In 2020, amazing which is show. Amazing. amazing it's show. really freaking good. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you're familiar with this story of like, a girl does a solo show and then um, it turns into a critically acclaimed television series. Um, what's that? It's let, called Fleabag. Let, let me know if you've heard of it. Yeah. Let me know if you know the name Phoebe Waller-Bridge, which I'm not shitting on, by the way. I love her. No, and I love that obsessed work. with Fleabag. I've watched obsessed. it many times. And but we, if we're going to be obsessed just, with this woman. And we just, we just talked about it in our like end of the year wrap-up shows, too, yeah. of which you specifically talked about it. So your Fleabag status is known. It's known. I know you guys it's are listening known. and you're keeping up with our opinions and yeah, what we love. Got a spreadsheet going. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what are they watching right now? Um, <laughs> but in 2020, she released I May Destroy You, which is, I'm going to give you a trigger warning because I didn't have it. Um, it deals with sexual assault trauma and all of its nuances. Mm-hmm. It is one of the most important, funny, insightful things that I have ever watched. And I yep. believe it is one of the most important shows that will ever come out in our lifetime yep and that yeah i know i know you agree (laughs) yeah again we talked about this on our end of the year show and i this was my favorite thing that i watched last year by a long shot i was so bowled over i just became (laughs) obsessed with everything that went into the process as i said of that show Mm -hmm. she wrote like 160 drafts before it made it to air to make sure it was perfect and it was like there's very little to talk about in that show that isn't full of nuance and humor and depth. And it is easily one of the best shows I've ever seen, let mm-hmm. alone just last year. It was critically yeah. acclaimed, critically lauded, uh, you know, pretty universally loved. It doesn't have anything to do with 2020, guys. It is literally one Art, of the best things we've ever seen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it didn't get any writing, performance, overall acknowledgement by the Hollywood Foreign Press, which should tell you everything about that organization. It's yeah. racist, it's bogus, and I truly don't care what happens with these awards. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just need you guys to know yeah. that I May Destroy You is available to stream on HBO Max. Yeah. And we need you to watch it now. do that. Yeah. Watch, watch it right it now. now. Um, so I, <laughs> that was the biggest one of Wednesday. It was certainly the biggest one for me because, again, I loved it so much. I'm honestly probably going to start rewatching it again re-watching this weekend. It. It'll, it'll be my Super Bowl. I'll just binge that instead. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, <laughs> very parallel replacement. Um <laughs> There's just a lot of things here. Again, I already mentioned um, the 40-year-old version. We talked about One Night in Miami not getting a, um, a motion picture 
or, you know, best feature, whatever they refer to it as here, nod or Ma Rainey's black bottom, not getting a nod. <laughs> there are a lot of really obvious things here in terms mm-hmm. of where is this? Sh- where is this? Where is this? And why is this not here? One of the biggest things was like, I think it's called, I haven't seen it yet. And it's like top of my list, but it's called Minari. Um, yeah. Yes. The whole conversation. Yes, exactly. The whole conversation around that has been what category is that going to go into? Shouldn't have been a conversation. It should have just gone yeah, into I, best most motion picture drama. I mean, here we have Hamilton in, you know, musical or comedy and it's a right. pro shot, guys. Like we can make concessions when we want to. Right. Like but that's do the it. Thing. Like that, but that's the thing. Like it shouldn't have been a conversation. And the Hollywood Foreign Press Association basically said, "Okay, well, this is going into motion picture foreign language because it's mostly in Korean, even though mm-hmm. it is shot in America. It is an American story. It's about a Korean American family, yeah. and every it was shut out of everything other than best motion picture foreign language." Again, even though it was universally <laughs> lauded and, by everybody. I mean, I'm I'm just going to say this as an Asian American person. Yeah. Like, we do this all the time with any Asian content. We're like, I'm not sure what to do with it. And it's like, guys, it's 2021. Sure. <laughs> Figure it the frick out. Like, right. I don't know what to tell you. Right. It's like they kind of felt like, you know, we gave everything to Parasite last year. So now we don't have to do anything ever we again. We did it and we're good for about 20 years. And this is what we <laughs> exactly. do all the time. Um, so I'm, I'm over it. Um, yeah. So guys, basically what we're saying is watch, (laughs) yeah, watch this, watch, um, I may destroy you. Watch one night in Miami. Watch my Rainey's black bottom. Watch the 40 year old version. If you want a a fucking amazing movie. Yeah. It's on Uh, Netflix, correct? It is on Netflix. It's about a playwright who Mm -hmm. becomes a rapper, uh, written and directed by Rada Blank. It's incredible. Do it. Do it. Watch all the things that should have gotten nominated, but <laughs> the Hollywood Foreign Press Association is racist. They can, they can suck it. Um, thank you guys so much. <laughs> is that the sign off? That's the sign off. That's uh, okay, guys. It, it's been however many days since the Tony nominations. Since Matt's not here, one hundred and nine. <laughs> I I forgot. It's freaking funny. I know. I've got to get the countdown. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation on this. Feel free to at us on Instagram or Twitter if you feel like there was something that we missed. Um, as always, thank you for listening to today on Broadway. You can follow me on Twitter at Grace Aki-chan and on Instagram at Gracie Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, this is Ashley. Amazing. And of course, remember to go to expressvpn.com slash broadwayradio to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free dollars. That's right. zero dollars. Of course, you need to go to our Patreon, Broadway Radio, uh, for lots of exclusive goodies. Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio at broadwayradio.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram because I'm doing that now. Yeah, you are. I'm just saying. uh, You're on on top of it. I'm on top and on bottom. I do both. Thank you guys so much. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) 